This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, good morning everyone. Shem Aleichem, Baruch Welcome to today's shir on the parasha. Today's shir is sponsored on behalf of Daily Giving, which is an amazing opportunity for somebody to contribute to a variety of different tzedakahs, which are distributed each day $1. Uh, if you sign up, it's basically you're giving a dollar a day for the entire year, and before Rosh Hashanah, it's a way to amass really many hundreds of mitzvahs and to make sure that every single day one is connected to the mitzvah of tzedakah. You know, even sometimes people go to Shul and they give a dollar a day or a quarter a day. Sometimes they forget, or Shabbos, Yom Tif, So this uh, sort of happens automatically. And uh, you get an email every single day where the tzedakah is distributed to. It's uh, distributed to a, v- a very wide array of uh, tzedakahs. And you could go to dailygiving.org. Okay, so Parshas Kiseitse. So for Parshas Kiseitse, I want to share with you a few Devei Torah. First, we're going to go to our the English sheet. Again, if anybody wants to sign up for the Devei Torah, you could go to our site, Rabbi dg.com and you could subscribe and get every Friday the uh, Parsha sheet in English or the Divrei Torah, the Ben Ashri in Lashon HaKodesh or you could always go to the site and uh, print it out so we're, we're here um, go, it's, we call it Elevate Your Shabbos Table and this week's Parsha how does this work? Okay, I'm going to take care of that in a minute. Kiseitse, oh, here we go. Sorry, I'm going to share with you. Because sharing is caring, as you know. And we're going to go to Parshas Kiseitse. And, well, the first thing that I want to point out is this Shabbos is the yard site of the Benishchai. The Benishchai's yard site is this Shabbos, Yud Gimel Elul. And the Benishchai... In the Sefer Oid Yosef Chai, he points out that we know when the Torah comes to the, the midst of Hashavas Aveda, Loisir Eshar Achicha Oyeseyoy Nidachim Hisalamta Mehem Hashev Teshivem LaAchicha, and we have this double double lashon Hashev Teshivem, return you shall surely return. Why the double lashon Hashev Teshivem? So the Ben Eshchai, again, whose yard side is a Shabbos, explains as follows. In Mesech Tatainis, Daf Chavhei, the Gemara tells a story that chickens were left at the doorstep of Rechanir Ben Doisa, and they were laying eggs. His wife brought the eggs into the house. The Rebbe Chanina said, don't eat the eggs. They have to be returned. But then chicks were born. And then Rebbe Chanina Ben Doisa bought goats. So when the original owner returned... He gave back the goats. So from here we see as follows, that not only do you have to return the item itself, but whatever came as a result of that original item, you also have to return. So the Torah says, Hashev Teshivem, because not only do you need to return the item, you need to return that which uh, results from the item. Okay, another beautiful idea. Uh, Rav Pesach Frank says over the following story that Rabbi Kibeger once visited a city 
and uh, to visit a certain relative. So they asked Rabbi Kivager, why are you visiting this relative? Your relative should come visit you. Isn't it Zakein Lefisha Enoi Kavaydai? We know that when it comes to Ashava Saveda, that if you have an elderly person and he's walking down the street, and on the street he sees in the mud a yo yo. So what, Reb Chaim Knievsky has to bend down, pick up the yo yo, and go find the owner? No, there's a concept, Zakein Ve'enor Lefich Vaydai, that if it's beneath the dignity of a Zakein, he's exempt from the mitzvah. So they turned to Rebbe Kiveger and they said, you know, Rebbe, why are you visiting the relative? It's sort of beneath your dignity to visit such a relative. So Rebbe Kiveger would say as follows. When it comes to Hashavah Saveda, the Pasuk says, V'hisalamta. And we darshan, it means, literally it means like this. Don't see the ox or, your, or the sheep of your friend wandering astray, and you will think to ignore them. No, you should return it. And the Gemara darshan is, Sometimes you're allowed to ignore. However, says Rabbi Kivega, the Navi Yeshaya says, When it comes to a relative, you can never ignore. So while there are exemptions to Ashava Saveda, there are Avedos one would be permitted to ignore. However, a relative one can never ignore. There's no circumstance where you could say, nah. Why should I help out this relative? Why should I visit the relative? A relative is not, you can never ignore. You could ignore an Aveda sometimes, but you can't ignore a relative. Okay, now I want to share with you, I think this is one of the all-time best, Ben Ashri Devrei Torah. Let's see how this works out over here. Yeah, Parshas Kiseitze, right? One second. I don't know what happened to it. Here it is. Okay. Parshas Kiseitze. Here we go. This is an amazing shot based on the Chayz of Lublin. The Pasuk says, Loi sira es chamor achicha oisoyroi noiflim badarech v'hisalamta mehem hashev teshivem hakem takem imai. Do not see Chaim Zeman, how you doing? Don't see. Loi sira es chamor achicha oi shayroi noiflim badarech v'hisalam tamehem hakem takim imai. Now, the Chayz of Lublin says as follows. This is an idea, if you've been following the Shirim, we've come across many times. Chamor always refers to Yishmael, it's called. Chamar, Shoyer is referring to Esav. But on the flip side, Chamar refers to David HaMelech. He's Ani V'Reichiv Al Chamar. Shar refers to Mashiach Ben Yosef. Loi Sira Es Chamar. Don't look at Mashiach Ben David. Oi Shoyerai, or Mashiach Ben Yosef. Noiflim. 
Noiflim is a reference to Mashiach. The Gemara in Sanhedrin says, Sali Vavam Mashiach is called Barnafli. Baderech in Chutz La'aretz. So in other words, you're living in Chutz La'aretz. You're living in New York, New Jersey. You're living in Florida. And you say, look, I'm looking at Mashiach ben David, Mashiach ben Yosef. I'm going to ignore Mashiach. Because after all, doesn't the Gemara said, we swore to God we're not going to push the envelope. If you look in the Gemara, Ksubis, Kuf, Yod, and Aleph, we took our Shvua. We're not going to force our way back to the land of Israel. We're going to wait until the Almighty redeems us. And we're just going to take it easy in New York, New Jersey. We'll go to Florida sometimes. And God, you let us know when Mashiach comes. Don't look at Mashiach ben David. Mashiach ben don't look at Mashiach ben Yosef. Nidachim. Don't look at them. Lost. Noiflim. Fallen. Instead, Hakim. Now this is an amazing thing. Does anybody know how many words there are in That parak. Anybody know? Well, did anybody ever count the words in Vahaya Shaim Shamaya Tishmu? There's seventy-two words, I believe, and then fifty words. The first seventy-two words, Arizal says, corresponds to Hashem's seventy-two different names. Now this is an amazing thing. The seventy-two words of Vahaya Im Shamaya Tishmu refers to is a is connected to Hashem's seventy-two names. And if you look on top of the word, Ule Avdai, you would have the three-letter name of Hashem, Hakeim. Hey Kufmem. If you want to know what the 72 names are, you, it's very easy. You take the three psukim in Bashalach, that each have 72 psukim, and using the formula of Yoisher Hafach and Yoisher, the first letter of the first pasuk, the last letter of the second, the first of the third, that spells out the first name of Hashem, which is Ani, and we've spoken many times, the 37th name is Vahoy, and if you want a list of all 72 names, get a hold of the Sefer Magadar on Pesach, and in the final chapters, there's a chart of all the 72 names of Hashem. But the Arizal adds further, that the 72 names of Hashem correspond to the 72 first words of Ahayam Shamaya Tishma'u. In fact, I highly recommend that you go out and you get yourself the following Siddur, Masaik Midvash. In the Masaik Midvash Siddur, they give you in Vahayash Im Shamaya Tishma'u, on top of each word of the second parsha of Shema, which name of Hashem it corresponds to. By the way, there's another formula besides Yoisher Hafach and Yoisher, and that's Yoisher, Yoisher, Yoisher. And do you know how many words there are in Vayoimar Hashem El Moishal Imar, Dabra El Martelam, there are also 72 words, and they correspond to Hashem's 72 names, Yoishar, Yoishar, Yoishar. And it's really fascinating, looking at the 72 different names. For example, I'll just tell you, and the Ezra Hashem, I was thinking last night, we have to have a shear just on the 72 different... I'll give you an example. Many people when they give tzedakah, they like to give how much? 18, chai, right? It's a, it's a Jewish thing, 18, 18. Where in the world does that come from? Why do people give 
18, Chai. What's the significance of Chai? Do you know the joke goes... It's a quarter of 72. It's a quarter, right. So people give a quarter, so, you know, it's like... Uh, um, yeah, that's definitely more generous. The uh, Satmer Chassid once got an Aliyah and he made a Mishaberach. He said he's going to give money, uh, Gematria, the Rebbe's name, Yoyal. So the Rebbe called out, They call me Yoylish, you know? <laughs> so the Beneshchai, the Beneshchai whose yard site is uh, this Shabbos, he says that the 18th name of Hashem is Kli. Kli, Kaf Lamed Yud, Kli, which is Kohen Levi Yisrael, which is when Klal Yisrael is together, Ba'achtos, that is the Kli, the receptacle for Hashem's bracha. So 18 is a reference to Hashem's 18th na- name, which refers to the Achtos of Klal Yisrael. That's the significance of 18. The, if you make columns, the eighth name on the eighth column will be Anav. And that's a reference to, Reb Chaim Falaji brings, that's a reference to the fact that a Tamil Chacham should have Gaiva, Shminis, Sheba Shminis. But anyway, on the word Ula Avdai is the three letter name of Hashem, Hakeim. Hakeim. Now, Hakeim is indicating as follows. The Pasuk the reads this way, Don't look at Meshach ben David off in the distance. Or Meshach ben Yosef. And you're going to say, I'll ignore them. I can't expedite the Geula. You know what you need to do? Hakeim. You have to invoke Hashem's three-letter name of Hakeim. Now, what's Hashem's three-letter name of Hakeim? That is on the word, which indicates that we are required to try to expedite Mashiach. You can't sit back in the chutzarts and say, God, wake me up when you're here. We have to try to expedite. And the way we expedite is Ula Avdai. By, through our Avodas Hashem, that is the, the manner with which we, we expedite the Geula. Hakeim, if we do Hakeim, Takim. Takim is numerically valued as Takain. That will rectify everything. I'll share with you another idea. The Ben Ashri says, three times in Tanakh we have the word Tishalach. Three times in, in Tanakh we have the word Tishalach. We have it by Shiluach HaKain. Shalach Tishalach Esoim. And we have in Oz Yashir, Tishalach Charoinecha. And Tishalach Ruchacha Yibareun. So, what is the significance of these three mentions of the word Tishalach? So, he quotes an amazing Zayar. The Zayar discusses the reasoning of Shiluach Hakain. And the purpose of Shiluach Hakain is it's Malamed Zuchus on Klal Yisrael. That Hashem remembers the mercy He has for us and Hashem redeems us. And the Zayar asks, well, before we were exiled, why would anyone do Shiloh HaKain? If the purpose of Shiloh HaKain is to bring the Geula, well, when the Beis HaMikdash stood, why did we do Shiloh HaKain? And the answer Rabbi Shimon gave was to gather the sparks of Kedusha that scattered at the period of what is called Shviras HaKelem. So the Ben Lo Ashri 
offers the following remez. Shalach to shalach, you should do the mitzvah of shiloh hakein. Sometimes it's for to shalach haroincha, to be able to cast away God's anger that He should redeem us. But when the Beis HaMikdash was standing, then there was another tachlis of shilach hakein, namely, Tishalach ruchacha yibareon. It's to gather those spirits, those sparks, that they could be brought back to Kedusha and recreated. And finally, Rabbi Sai, the last uh, offering, and this I believe is a real winner. On the same uh, words, the three times in Tanakh we have the word shalach, to, uh, the word tishalach. Shalach tishalach esoim. Tishalach haroincha and Tishalach ruchacha yibareon. And the Ben Ashri says as follows. He says, the Gemara Kedushan asks, don't you know the story? The father asked the kid to bring the pigeons and he climbed up to Dushalach HaKain and he fell and he died. What happened to Laman? Yita, Laman Yitavlach Laman Harachta Yamim. And the answer is, there's no reward in this world. So watch this. But I have a question. But sometimes through the mitzvah, a person is punished. It looks like a person could incur damage by being in the mitzvah. The mitzvah is not foolproof. Aren't there times where somebody was endangered by being Mekayim in the mitzvah? I have a question on the Tishalach. What about Tishalach Haroincha? And the answer is Tishalach Ruchacha. The real reward is at the time of Tchiyas HaMesim, B'yayim Shekulay Toiv, B'yayim Shekulay Arach. Okay, so these are a few thoughts on the parsha. If you want the full uh, edition of the Ben La Ashri on the parsha, you could go to our site. And if you see over here, you have the Ben La Shri on the parasha, the Ramban on the parasha, the Balaturim on the parasha. And if after listening to all those three shiurim, your wife says, okay, you, you know, you need to keep yourself busy, you could continue. There are other shiurim that you could listen to as well. And this way you could... Yeah, if you know how to do that, then definitely. But uh, Okay, Rabbi Isai, we're going to go to the Tefillah Shir momentarily. Thank you. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.